0: Wait a minute. Did you say that you're trying to explain to me that the internet doesn't work?
1: That that cord would not work.
0: Yeah, but you didn't what I was know telling that.
1: You.
0: you didn't know yes, that I it did didn't I fit. You it. were telling me that it was a phone cord. So you were right in the no. end, but you weren't right in the beginning. So that's all it that kind I
1: plugged it into the side and it would not go in.
0: That was after. That wasn't before.
1: Because I could always, already I knew it wasn't gonna go in. There's no hole for it to go into.
0: Well, no. Like that. Alright. <laughs> Jury adjourned.
1: Welcome to the Highly Leveraged Podcast, interviewing landlords and industry professionals to help you start and continue to scale your rental income portfolio. Here's your host, Dave Rosa.
0: All right, here she is. She's been begging me to be on this show since I started it, but here she is, my wife, Christine. Go ahead and talk to me about our, one of our fine tenants. When we first took these over back in late fall, uh, there was three of them that didn't pay the first month, and Nancy is our favorite of them all.
1: What are you doing? What? You don't use real names.
0: Oh, shit. Uh, so talk about Fiona. See?
1: No. Now you got to start over.
0: Uh, no, I can edit it that.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So tell me about Fiona. Uh, she's our favorite because she tried to swindle us, and uh, we got the last (laughs) laugh.
1: I wouldn't say that, but, so she didn't pay. So we took it over in October. She started off with not paying that first month, and pretty much didn't really pay the entire time for what, five months, till March. And she racked up, now you got my papers all messed up and I don't know where they are.
0: I'm sorry, I forgot you didn't know how to use the internet, and I had to come up there and show you.
1: (laughs) She racked up $533 in between late fees and quit notices. Yeah. So we finally took her to court in, or the management company, because now this is all under management. So including all the court fees, the late fees, quit notices. Um, So when she finally went to court... They gave her three days to pay $2,300, so she cost herself a ton of extra money, not paying rent. But
0: now, in the meantime, when she wasn't paying us, she she said that she didn't have enough. Then she tried to get oil assistance. She made too much money. And then she tried to get COVID assistance, and they told her that she made too much money. Yet she suddenly didn't she didn't have enough money to pay her rent, and then suddenly, when she had three days to come up with $2,300, all of a sudden she did. And in the few months since then, she actually keeps paying earlier and earlier every month. She actually just paid like 10 10 days ahead of time for August, so that's sweet.
1: Although I don't think that she actually, I don't think they actually told her she didn't qualify for COVID, though. She just didn't follow through because she knew she didn't qualify. So basically, that's a tenant that's taking advantage of the moratorium.
0: Oh, and she's trying to take advantage of everything. She had some stupid. She said that she was going to have some service dog, and she wanted a kennel out back. We go by, and there's a cat tree in the window, and she wasn't supposed to have any animals. Actually, granted, they didn't. Ha- she didn't have an actual lease when we took it over. The guy had. The guy had just put her in three months earlier, and nothing. He didn't. He just a handshake. Hey, give me seven hundred. He month. never
1: did a back rent. He never did any, nothing. No.
0: Yeah, you got nothing nothing. to fall back on at that point. It's pretty ridiculous. All right, so yeah, what about our other favorite guy there? Uh, Let's call him Chooch. What about (laughs) Chooch?
1: Well, that's not nice, but... um, So another one that started off on the wrong foot with not paying right off the bat. Um, And we gave him
0: the garage that he wanted.
1: We let him swap out garage spaces. Which actually Um, took him like
0: three months, and he still never finished.
1: That took him like four, four months, probably. Him being so, a in the ass, That's right. So, again, no leases, no written agreements, nothing to start off on. Um,
0: tried to tell us that he gave okay. the old the old landlord, Who's trying to tell us that he gave him a security deposit,
1: which No, he never that did. was Zach. That yeah. was Zach.
0: Well, no, both of them did. I remember, no. first of all, we're not using names, <laughs> and I'm talking about Chooch, okay?
1: No, Zach. That- armand armand said that not use
0: his name is chute
1: sorry (laughs) he said that he paid for the first month that we took over to the old homeowner which then ended up being that he was what he paid was late rent back to him the other one was the one that said he wanted a security deposit back that he never paid
0: can we just agree i'm right and move on
1: but you're not right, but whatever, if it makes you happy.
0: No, I'm right.
1: You're not right. And
0: we're moving on. All right, so talk to me about the new tenant process. You basically made this for us, so uh, you came up with a system that we basically put out an ad and then asked uh, for people to fill out a 13-question questionnaire.
1: So 13 questions, I think it started off a lot longer than that, but you can't get too long with it. A lot of people don't even want to bother, so it's a lot more complicated. Just kind of helps to not waste your time, I guess, a little bit to kind of, you know, we're two and a half hours away from these houses, so we don't have the time and the flexibility to be able to show them to people that aren't even going to, in the end, qualify.
0: Most of the people that want to look at the place don't even know, don't even have enough money. To look at it, they're like, "Hey, I'm really right. interested in the place. When can I look at it?" It's like, whoa, "Whoa, whoa, fill out this questionnaire first. and then we find out you make $1,300 a month and you're trying to rent a place for $975 a month. The math doesn't work out.
1: Right. So it kind of helps to kind of just have these questions. So first we, so first we make the ad. We, you know, post that where you know Craigslist, Facebook, wherever we feel is at the time for that particular market
0: all right neither one of them is sponsoring the show so we can't use their name so we can say that guy's list and we can say uh that guy's book
1: sure so we post the ad and then anybody that reaches out to us um we basically just answer back and say hey you know we just need you to fill out this questionnaire first it's required of everybody um a lot of people don't end up even bothering which is i mean it's fine it's if you don't you don't um the people that do we you know we go through it let them know that you know we'll i mean we kind of just you know i just kind of look at it and their information looks good on this paper then once we've gone through all of them we'll pick all of the ones that have
0: which is very few past I mean, which is very few would we, we, we start with 75 and how many of them got back to us like maybe 20 back with the questionnaire, most of them just No. Oh, no, no, no. A
1: lot of them, no. I think we get, we get probably, I'd say we probably get 80 inquiries. We end up probably getting half of those sent back to us.
0: Uh, I don't know about that. I think you're making things
1: We do. We do. Is this like when
0: something two miles away, you told me it was 14 miles away? It's what it kind of sounds like, yeah.
1: No. We do get, we do get 30 to 40 back to us. We, I go through everything, every question to make sure that everything all the cri- all the criteria matches once we've given it you know what, what do we usually give it like a week or so depending on how it's going
0: yeah and then we've set it up with uh i can't mention her name we'll call her
1: uh with our real estate agent gina
0: so yeah we sent gina over there and uh she shows the place we do a quick little uh open house for like a half an hour and normally, like four or five people want to see it, and like two or three of them show up. And uh, we had two sycophants that wanted that place. I thought they're gonna stop fighting over it. But yeah, one of them we ended up giving it to an elderly couple that seemed like they were a little more stable. The other lady like just came out of a halfway house or something. She had three kids and a couple dogs. So
1: I don't know if that's all entirely true, but but realistically, whichever whichever one is the better applicant that have you know their application actually comes back we do the credit check the background check call all the landlords
0: but the point is that's so important to do the the questionnaire first because you could be wasting your time on so many more people if you just tried to show it to everybody that wanted it i mean you're going to waste a whole hell of a lot of time
1: correct especially i mean imagine if you don't have a weeding uh, you know any kind of weeding out process before then to give now granted we don't we don't charge for applications we charge the fee for the credit and background check, which obviously we don't charge until...
0: Yeah, we've only done that to the two people that moved in.
1: Right. We don't charge somebody that fee until we know that...
0: Actually, we did do it to that other guy, but he screwed himself. He was all set and ready to go through the process. He had the the application and the lease, and decided not to sign it. He wanted to go live in a van somewhere or something.
1: Right. Yes. So we only... We don't charge for the actual application, but... If we did, if we didn't have this questionnaire, not only would we be wasting, a, even even to do an open house, I feel like, I mean, how many people, a ton of people would fill out an application. All those applications you're going to have to go through, most of them are not going to even qualify.
0: And the two the two open places that we filled, we've uh, upped the rent in both of them, too. The, yeah, the right, one bedroom the we went rent. up from... Was that five fifty to six seventy five? We went up about twenty-five on that one? No, that was five twenty five. Yeah, we went up about fifty $5. on that. I did some magic. I put in a new uh, countertop. We put in some new vinyl plank. Uh, put up nice sticky fake uh, tile backsplash and it makes that it really ties the whole room together. And uh, we ended up bumping that up to six seventy five. And then the people on the first floor it was the three bedroom. So that one we actually didn't do much anything for but we were able to kick that thing up an extra hundred bucks because they were definitely under for a three bedroom one and a half bath which is pretty rare
1: yeah they're definitely all under i think every property we've inherited has all been all under
0: yeah definitely well, for good reason sometimes
1: right and then obviously with the remodels we're able to bump it up so yeah they're all at they're the two that we've the two tenants we've placed ourselves are all are at max at market
0: yeah, I'll have to post I'll have to post a picture on Facebook of that uh, we're not going to use Zach's name but uh, I'll post some pictures of his before and after yes that kitchen definitely pulled the place together
1: so definitely having the screening process is very necessary I think um, I think it definitely saves a bunch of time um, I think definitely I mean the two tenants we we've, we've placed ourselves using that. Criteria using that system. They pay before the rent is even due.
0: Oh, they've been phenomenal. Yeah, they're both paying like 10 um, days before they No problems. They do.
1: Very clean people. I think we'd waste a, a ton of time if we didn't do it this way. I mean, most people, like you said, aren't going to qualify. A lot of people don't realize what they can and can't afford.
0: What do you think is the most important question on the questionnaire i mean people are gonna lie on a lot of them anyway do you have any pets they're gonna say like oh yeah i gotta a, which
1: i don't really think we've had people lie i think everybody's really been honest mm-hmm. i feel like i mean you, a lot of people have even said they've had evictions in the past yeah um, well that's
0: something that's gonna catch up to them but the pet thing we can't of course everyone that you ask if they're smoking they say oh always outside i would never smoke inside uh everyone's credit score pretty much sucks so
1: i think probably the The most important one, obviously, is the approximate income, because as long as they're being honest.
0: People do seem to be pretty honest about that. Well,
1: also, we're not putting what our criteria is, which helps, because I feel like if we put what our criteria is, that would enable them to to, kind of lie a little bit, because if they really want it or need it, they're going to, I feel like, say what they need to say and see what they can get away with. Um... But I think, I think really the biggest question.
0: Are you say that Armin took advantage of me because I was too nice I th- to him? I
1: think that we were misled in the beginning when we first took that over. So that's part of, we were, we were misled to believe that he was kind of up to date in a sense. So let's go back a little bit to why, why we're still dealing with, with him and why we haven't evicted him yet. He actually told us on his own or told you on his own that he was friends with the previous homeowner. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what his history was with that homeowner. I can only believe based on, so with us, he paid basically Andy what he wants. Tried what he also to swindle He didn't, no. He tried to swindle us. We'll talk about that later. I'm
0: telling you, it was him. Yes, he did.
1: No, I'll find I'm it I'll f- show you I'm that you i anyway. uh,
0: not tweet, what was it? Um, text message.
1: So our, so my assumption is that he basically probably, did So what he's doing with us is he pays us what he wants when he wants, um, or not at all. Basically when we send him a notice, or, or not a notice to quit, or just any notice, or just straight up text him and ask him what's going on, we get every and all excuse in the book. There is a different one every time. Church. Which I'm all for. I understand people have issues and... His,
0: his birthday month was the best excuse. He said, I'm sorry. I, I've missed a couple of days of work. Plus, it's my birthday month, and I'm like, what the hell does your birthday month have to do with it? Do you go out and buy ex- extravagant things your whole entire birthday month? Well, I don't know what the hell that means. Right.
1: So, so what we we had already discussed is if is if it had been a, a legit ongoing issue that we could work with, where we could say, okay, well, you can pay. You know, we will roll roll it into every month so that you you know you're you're behind. Okay, well, now we'll. Like you, you can p- you pay twenty five dollars a month extra something like that. But and
0: we didn't hold him to any of that stuff either, so that's kind of your fault.
1: We didn't hold him to what? Yeah, no. We
0: we kept so, giving him payment things, and you were like, uh,
1: I don't know if I can hold. No, him no, to no, this. no, no. So first of all, we sent him a lease, which we did with every tenant that we inherited because they had no leases. I asked you on to, I had a part on there where it said. You know, you either have to sign the lease or if you're not going to sign the lease, you basically can't live here anymore. We need to have a signed written agreement. And you said, let's take that out because we don't want any of them to leave. We want them to stay.
0: I didn't want to be too abrasive. What
1: happened is this one did not sign the lease and did not come to us and say, "Okay, I have a problem with this, this or this. He just didn't sign it, didn't return it, didn't. We asked him, we sent him a reminder to to send it, it totally ignored it.
0: He totally chooched us.
1: Then you decided you wanted to let it go because it was better to be a month-to-month tenant. However, what you did not know that I obviously had to research and figure out was that New Hampshire does not have, we have a just cause law, which means we have to have a reason to evict we cannot just evict give a 30-day notice or however. No, i thought
0: just cause meant that i could evict them just cause i want no. to
1: so not ha- in you sure what, yes That's the way so i read it in a state that would have a regular i can you know i can just give you a 30-day notice to, to not renew or whatever the case may be or because you didn't sign the lease didn't apply because we have that law here so what you were trying to do actually didn't work because of you thought it was better to have them on a 30-day month-to-month so that we could just give them a notice to vacate whenever we needed to which in hindsight we can't
0: well, i like how it always starts with you and it's your <laughs> well fault. i'm not trying to
1: purposely put the blame on you but after one or two excuses different excuses not legitimate excuses even um and the problem is not so much the problem for me is not so much like i said if he had a legitimate excuse that we could say okay well we can you know work with you and we did try to work with him we did send him payment payment plans throughout the whole process we did we went out of our way to try to work with him
0: I even put li- I put little sticky things on his, on his stairs because he was uh, concerned about falling down the stairs. I gave him the new uh, garage. I don't even think he's really shoveling as much as he's supposed to be. I don't think he's doing the lawn. Which,
1: which is included in the agreement that we do have with him.
0: Which he's supposed to do for the use of the uh, shed. He's really taking advantage of us, and uh, I like to bitch slap him. Point is... Is... I guess I'll have to edit that part. Of the it.
1: point is, is that the reason we didn't go once we got to a point where it was like, okay, we're just going to continue to have a problem. He just doesn't really care. The whole you, the whole thing that we thought of, too, was during, during a time when we have a moratorium like this, we don't know if we were to evict him, if it's going to go our way or not our way. The problem with it not going our way is, yes we have an issue with him but he does pace a little bit here and there sometimes
0: well we're lucky with uh being in new hampshire we got that that eviction on our side that was back in march
1: 2021 right. so what
0: so it was about a year in way before the cdc lifted their moratorium and they were on our side because the lady was swindling right us.
1: but problem is is with 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 him we had already gotten to that point where okay now we've Said, "Hey, well, you have to. We, have, we need to do this payment plan, and if you're not gonna,
0: the bird he already, already realized
1: that we were not gonna follow through, basically. So nothing was scaring him at that point. Yep. So we'd. Are, before the whole point of it was.
0: So you're calling me a pansy. No,
1: you were. I mean, you had a valid. You had a valid.
0: That's a yes. You're no. calling me a pansy.
1: In hindsight, it's easy for me to mess with you that way. But the point of it is we didn't know at the time like you like you had pointed out and I agreed, if we don't we hadn't we hadn't gotten the eviction with the other tenant at this point. So we came to the conclusion
0: Who's that, Wynona?
1: Fiona, Nona? yeah, sure. So Fiona, yeah. we our gamble was do we it could go our way and that's great, but then if it doesn't, he may take that as he doesn't have to pay at all until the moratorium's over here or or whatever the case is because he won. So if he wins and we don't get the eviction, at least if we didn't if we didn't do it, we were still getting whatever money he was willing to give here and there towards his rent.
0: As of August 1st, he's going to be back behind what? $1, 12, 1300 bucks he's again. He's going
1: to be behind like 1500
0: oh that son of a bitch
1: yes he'll be behind 15 around
0: 1500 yeah i don't like him
1: so in hindsight moratorium or not and this applies to a tenant relationship any relationship really i think you need to if you're gonna make a if you're gonna give quit notices if you're gonna do, do whatever you have to you're gonna do follow through. Because if you don't follow through, anything you say is, is not valid at that point to that person. Doesn't matter. They're going to just continue to walk all over you and do what they're going to do until they can. Because they're not going to believe anything you say if you don't follow through. So that was, I guess, a learning point for us is from now on, we have to...
0: So what you're saying is don't let your wife stop you from following through.
1: No, just the opposite, <laughs> actually.
0: It's easy for you to say when I'm so, the one that has to do it all and I gotta <laughs> drive up there after work and go to the courthouse and all this BS.
1: Well, that's because you chose to put the, that particular house in your name, so I mean, how it works, I can't do it for you, unfortunately. But regardless, so we so we won the eviction for our... I shouldn't say we won the eviction, but we the eviction went our way with the one tenant. Fenona. And now she's great. She pays way ahead of the first most date most months since then so we learned both ways we learned you know we got we got it to go our way there but now on the other side with the other tenant we're kind of at our wit's end and part of it who knows how it would have went if we did follow through in the very beginning we definitely learned our lesson there to to not
0: be a bitch
1: you know you can be You can be nice and you can be, you can, but you can't believe everything somebody tells you. You can't give into every demand and every, and just be walked all over because at the end of the day, you have to run it like a business. You can't purposely lose money to make somebody else happy or comfortable or everybody else has been good and paying on time and good tenants so we got lucky with the rest of them
0: yeah if they were all like uh our chooch we uh we would have quit i mean he's the worst but ronnie i shouldn't mention his name and the other old folk that just moved in those people they're like the perfect ideal guests definitely i should call them tenants i like to call them guests (laughs) people staying in a house that we bought maybe that's what we need to refer to them as
1: also we do have the airbnb experience too before we took on these houses So I think we naturally kind of, we also come into it with, you know, okay, well when, when tenants, you know, move on, we, you know, do whatever remodels or whatever we need to do. I think we naturally just because we did the Airbnb thing at one point, we look at it like kind of that same way. Like you want everything to be as perfect as possible. You want, you know, you don't want people to, this is where people have to live. And we, I know I do. I'm sure I know you do. We, we look at it like, what if we had to live here? What if we were, you know, like, so I mean, but yeah, I mean, I think our vetting process is, hasn't failed us yet, so. Thank you for listening to the Highly Leveraged Podcast. Leave a review and subscribe to get new shows automatically downloaded every Monday morning. Follow us on Instagram, and Facebook at Highly Leveraged Pod. And check out our website at highlyleveragedpod.com for more info. Uh,
0: how, how did you get dragged into, or how did you get into real estate investing?
1: How did I get into it? Because, well, the first thing was you wanted this vacation house that I thought was going to kill us financially because it was completely gutted it was gonna need so much work and so much time and it was gonna be way more, having to put way more money into it than we thought and I fought you tooth and nail. And then I just gave in because it just wasn't worth the aggravation and it wasn't worth us fighting over it.
0: I'll have to keep that in mind in the future.
1: Then when you wanted to turn into Airbnb, that was another big issue that I had because again, I was thinking, what if we lose a ton of money? What if it's not affordable? You know, we, we don't get enough people to rent it. What if we have issues with the people that are renting it? What if, just all these what ifs and, you know, just.
0: What if it does work? What if it does make a ton of money?
1: <laughs> right.
0: Well, like it did.
1: It did and you were right. And it worked out great. Um,
0: you cut up right there. Can you say that
1: again? <laughs> it worked out great and you were right. Um, isolated, I don't know you. if both of us want. I don't know if you even knew. You know, I don't know. I don't know if you knew that. That I don't think any of us, either of us, knew that that would be the outcome. But, um, but some of
0: it, us saw it negatively. <laughs> some of us looked at it.
1: Positively. I was just trying to be careful. As what I was doing. Look at doing. this. All of
0: a sudden, I'm the positive one, and I'm the one that's too nice to people. I don't know. This is some bizarre world, right?
1: I know. It worked out great, and you were right.